we are good in what we do thanks son thanks for joining sure uh thanks uh, joe so thanks uh, for uh, having me here all right um with you for like good so many years now um since first i heard about sock experts um i was actually intrigued for the first time when i saw um your message popping up in in uh, linkedin somebody had liked your post and uh, this is when i this is how i came to know about sock experts via linkedin now the one question i wanted to ask you was um what exactly was the motivation to start start sock experts because um uh, getting to the entrepreneurship journey is kind of pain, right? Like it has own risk and rewards, but um, it's at least for the first in, initial years, uh, it, it's definitely going to be pain. And uh, uh, for somebody in security, it's always uh, easier and better to stick to the basics. Uh, mm -hmm. You definitely going to get good money setting up SOC and uh, uh, maybe working in some corporate job. So why did you jump or why you took that risk? Uh, right, so that's a good question. So, um, as it's always said, right? So, great things always happen. They cannot be made, or they cannot be made happen, right? Mm -hmm. So, even SOC experts, uh, at least from my point of view and most of the students' point of view, it is actually a great uh, entity, and that also just happened. We never planned to. I never planned to start a training a company, but it just happened. So. Uh, the, the story goes something like this. So 2015, 2016, I came back from Qatar and uh, worked for worked in IT industry for nine years, uh, mostly in uh, predominantly in cybersecurity and uh, cybersecurity consulting. Mm -hmm. When I came back to India, I, I never wanted to work in India. So uh, spent quite a few days, close around six months. I just spent thinking as to what I how I'll be spending my days in India or what I'll be doing next. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to start a company, but never mm -hmm. thought that I'll be starting a cybersecurity uh, company. So mm -hmm. I am more of a B2C kind of a guy rather than B2B uh, guy, right? So right. I always wanted to start a consumer-oriented business. Uh, right. But then, like I said, because uh, I did not want it to, like say, rust my knowledge in cybersecurity, I pulled mm -hmm. in a couple of my friends, I told mm -hmm. them, like say, boss, please come to cybersecurity. Somebody was working in testing. Somebody was doing work in .NET. So I forced them to come into cybersecurity. So, and uh, that's how the, the journey started. And like say, they saw my commitment in terms of training them. And uh -huh. uh, my strength was making sure that the, the people, the, the students are more capable in terms of uh, getting a job rather than just the knowledge part of it. So mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that say they are more suitable for job. So I kind of uh, put them mm -hmm. across all the journey that I have walked through. And mm -hmm. that made them more capable of getting the job. So uh, the journey that started with close to around three people mm -hmm. in a room in my home, mm -hmm. uh, in, in, a, in a kind of casual discussion, mm -hmm. uh, right now we handle close to around uh, uh, 200 people every month. Wow, wow. That's been quite a journey for you, sure. must have yeah, been. It was, it is. In, in fact, I have a couple of guys um, who were service desk agent, okay? So they would come to me, ask for mentoring and questioning as to how they can move into security. The first thing I would tell them by default is join this course, mm -hmm. uh, get the basics. Um, and and I have a couple of guys who had worked as a service desk analyst. Mm -hmm. Now they're working in, in full fledged SOC. Uh, a couple of them in in malware protection. One and two couple of guys actually working on proper SOC. So mm -hmm. uh, good that you made the decision. Uh, now, <laughs> sure. Now this journey have, have definitely would have been difficult. Now the last six years, what was the most difficult? 
part where you thought are yaar maine kya kar diya what what did i do uh, why did i start this did you have any <laughs> difficult challenge anything uh, like you like your parents must have been hounding you or there were obviously bills to pay there's no sms coming on 31st saying that his salary is credited for you right so what was it, that difficult point uh, that you had uh, so okay, far i i will start with the second part first so uh-huh. i never had to worry about the bills uh, because like say having had a chance to work in the prime time of when the when there was a sim demand in the market right uh-huh. so and and also had gotten uh, had got a chance to work in uh, countries where there was uh, uh, like say there was no tax tax havens right so in middle east and all middle east and especially in the uae and qatar so i i i kind of uh, retired by the time i came back from qatar when i came okay. back from qatar like say i kind of decided okay fine let's let, let me not get back to it work Uh-huh. So I had enough bank balance. Like I was lucky enough to go to those countries when I was a bachelor. So I had lots of savings. Uh-huh. So uh, my home home loan was done. My car loan was done. So uh-huh. I had done some property investments and and kind things were kind of uh, settled. And okay. Okay. that was the time when I decided, okay, fine, let me pursue my entrepreneurial journey. Evaluated a couple of other options, uh, non cyber security or non IT uh, options first. In fact, ventured into that uh, to an extent. but mm-hmm. parallelly because i was keeping track of cyber security learnings and making sure that like say, i am not trusting my knowledge there mm-hmm. so and this picked up really well than the other uh, other business oh correct so for okay, that reason correct. so i put more and more efforts into this now coming back to your first part of the question so did i did i face any challenges any hurdles mm-hmm. many several and i still keep facing them one of the biggest uh-huh. challenges probably not only me i guess uh-huh. every training company uh, uh, owner for the for the lack of better word i'll probably call them as owners uh-huh. every training company owners will always face the problem of scaling right so and and there are several days where we kind of discussed debated and we tried all possible options and ultimately it comes out okay fine because we are like say running classroom trainings and like say this is there's a limitation on number of students we can take let's limit it let's limit it let's limit it so mm-hmm. even till today uh, whenever we op- whenever we announce a batch we always end up limiting the students mm-hmm. right so and in fact like say it just i was just discussing with uh, my admin here so we announced a batch uh, probably 3 hours ago uh, for mm-hmm. a evening batch there was a huge demand right now and like say like say almost all the all the seats are full so only 6 wow. or 7 seats are uh, are remaining out of 40 seats in less than 2 uh, to 3 hours 2 hours wow that's right? so that's a but, good good problem it, to have <laughs> it's a good problem to have but like say till we went online that's why i always uh-huh. like say when i started the, the this uh, session i said things are going good thanks to covid so only uh-huh. when covid forced us to go online uh-huh. we realized we we started learning how to do online trainings in the in the first phase Right. so because i was not confident about like say on i mean except that, and i let me tell you what this is very ironic mm-hmm. because the very first batch or maybe a second batch of sock experts was a skype uh, batch so long back in 2016 we actually started the online trainings we, but it, because it was very casual because nobody had any paid any fees or like say they were all our friends or friends got cousins it. and those kind of things it was very casual got it, got uh, it, got it. but in uh, in uh, in uh, in uh, march of 2020 uh, covid hit us very hard and we had to right. stop our uh, classroom trainings and right. uh, and and uh, yeah i mean like say to answer your question straight yes scaling is definitely a major problem and and retaining the quality when you scale uh, you mm-hmm. always have to retain the quality i mean like say the trust has to be retained a lot of people Correct. come here they put the money uh, put the efforts put the uh, t- time investment that on on sock experts 
and the quality right. has to be maintained. So th these are the two challenges that I, I think we, we face. Got it, got it, got it. Because people who are coming to you are not only looking for quality education, it's more about to, an opportunity to transform their life, right? Like I'm pretty sure most of the guys would be uh, service desk guys or maybe somebody from uh, uh, doing a job, which is they're not, they're going to see the future in them. So they would be coming to SOC experts with a hope that um, things have to change for them. So that mm -hmm. gives a lot of pressure on you, right? Because to, that you need to give a, a good training and have a good material, uh, train them and ensure that they're ready for the market and have a transformation in their life. So that gives a lot of pressure on you, right? I I would not say it's as a pressure because mm -hmm. we we were very, and in fact, like say we announce, our, uh, we, we market ourselves as a job oriented trainings. Right. And, and we strongly tell people, if at all, if you are planning to come here to gain knowledge, please don't join us. Okay. And we, and in fact, I recommend people, why are you paying for trainings? Because everything is available for free in the internet, or at least at, the, at a very low cost. 200 True. rupees, 300 rupees, we, you get an awesome Udemy courses. And there are a lot of great training companies. There are a lot of great trainers out there in the market. Right. right. So if at all, if a student is looking for knowledge, we recommend them not to join SOC experts. This is a job-oriented trainings, mm -hmm. right? So this is job-oriented training, and from day one, you will be put into the kind of pressure, in mm -hmm. it'll be you will be exposed into a kind of things that, like say, you will be exposed in the real world. That means right. from day one, rather than treating them as a student, we'll start treating them as employees. For right. the two hours that they work with us, they will mm -hmm. take knowledge. But more mm -hmm. importantly, they will start working and start thinking and doing things that the cybersecurity professional does from That's day okay. one. Okay. Right? Okay. So plus uh, the curriculum is designed in such a way that we give them a 360 degree view of the entire mm -hmm. uh, SOC world. Because when most of the companies, training companies think of trainings, they mm -hmm. think about, okay, fine, let's let's put the more of more and more technology into the training curriculum. Right. We don't do that. Like say we include everything, like say, Things like uh, uh, the, the the how does the SOC business actually is one? How how does the RFP the, the whole process from RFP to uh, launching a, the the project for a customer a new project for the customer? So all these things are included as part of our trainings. So anybody oh, okay. coming in from a non cybersecurity background or a non SOC background, for mm -hmm. them they not only have the technical skills that is essential, they also have the the process and the business side of the knowledge, right. so that. When they present themselves in the interviews, they are they are more confident, and uh -huh. and they will be able to crack the interviews as well. So uh -huh. I would never I have never considered getting a job for people because it is not a pressure at all. Really, to be very honest, for anybody in the cybersecurity world, it is not a pressure at all to get a job. Right. And for any training company to run, it is not the quality of the training; it is the market that should be really good. So the market right. is awesome, and it is going to remain awesome for the next uh, maybe five to seven years, uh, even sure. to. To get saturated, I think it will take at least five to seven years. So. And, and with things getting complicated, mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a long time uh, for saturation to set in. True, true. Things, things are getting more and more complicated, right? Yeah. Now, um, who decide, decides upon the curriculum? Is it you or do you have a team? Uh, how does it work? Okay, so um, we do it in two ways. One is all the SOG experts trainers are have a alias, mm -hmm. okay, and they have an alias account in the Nokri profiles in the job portals. They okay. are always open for jobs. They do okay. take calls. They uh -huh. attend interviews. Uh -huh. They observe carefully as to what are the kinds of questions being asked. That's nice. Okay. Right. So and because we 
it's very simple we don't want to listen to any any master who comes and wears a blazer and says boss i am the boss and i can tell you what to do we want the market to tell us what to do right so every trainer will undergo this uh, uh, interview and they have to undergo at least one interview every month so they have to like say prepare a set of questions that were being asked uh-huh. and based on that if a particular topic is being asked again and again and again so uh-huh. that goes into our curriculum wow so that's wow. the kind of evaluation that we do that is one way of doing the uh, curriculum yeah. design for example let's say uh-huh. very recently and nowadays let's say a technology called xdr is taking up so uh-huh. xdr is widely used and let's say most of the companies are using it and we never had xdr trainings in the past right so and from the last two batches we have included xdr trainings as well exposure to xdr technology because that is what is the industry is asking for and that's what we want to train our our, our candidates on got it got it so this is okay one way of doing it i also uh-huh. have another way of uh, like say designing the curriculum especially for fresh uh-huh. graduates we do have hiring partners uh-huh. we do have hiring partners uh, uh, who has hired probably close to around 200 300 professionals from uh-huh. soccer experts in the last 3 uh, to 4 years uh-huh. and we work with them in order to inculcate or like say implement whatever they want as a part of uh-huh. our <laughs> right so and that's why that's where uh, like say we have implemented uh, more of a finishing school kind of a things as well wherein during the weekends we train graduates on communication skills email writing skills and <laughs> say what is an escalation in the company what is an sla what is an escalate i mean like say who is a manager who is a client so how does right. business communication happen what is an apac what is a na region what is emia so all wow. these kind of business communication is also right part of our training that actually makes sense right like um for somebody who is just starting off or maybe who have uh, not experienced the corporate world uh, understanding a difference between apac and na itself will take <laughs> good, <laughs> good amount of time and uh, uh, because Absolutely. i st- i still remember there was a situation when uh, when i had joined ibm and uh, we had a new guy joining a team mm-hmm. um to explain it to him that we follow us uh, uk holiday holiday times okay like we mm-hmm. don't have indian holidays that mm-hmm. was a big pain for me because uh, so we need i need to explain it to him that we don't give you holidays on diwali we would give you for christmas okay? so, and <laughs> even a sim- now when you look back it's a sim- very simple thing that we just follow the uk uk holidays okay but mm-hmm. to explain this to him it was difficult for me um, i probably like say i i would uh, i would probably believe that i was i might be one of those employees whom you might have trained and even i started my journey from there i mean like, in fact like say, i am a ex ibmer my first company with uh, wow. and i uh, was ibm okay so uh, and and luckily i was into uh, like say technical support and because right. of technical support exposure i was trained on these things the phonetics what is like say and like say the what is na what is uk the cultures yeah. of like that the people there how to talk to them how to be like say very formal with uk people how to be little casual with the the us people so all these things right. were taught to me and like say we put the same uh, knowledge and training that we we learned and we underwent and little bit of our own experience i mean like say i had a chance to travel to uh, different countries because of the consulting work that i did and right. like say, all those things like say we, is now converting into trainings makes sense makes sense It's amazing. Uh, like I, I like your thinking, okay? especially the idea of having your trainers attend interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a simple idea, but it's I'm sure it's worth the effort. Worth the effort. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's that's doing wonders for us. I mean, like uh, otherwise, 
uh, we will still be stuck with uh, whatever uh, the industry uh, defines as a curriculum. For example, like uh, and I, I really have consulted with several colleges as well in terms of uh, uh, having these curriculums. So uh -huh. everybody has cryptography in their uh, curriculum, which is good. I mean, like from a from a student point of view, learning cryptography deeply is re really wonderful. But like, say, so when it comes to the real job, and like, so I have been working, like, say, in 13, 13 plus years of consulting, mm -hmm. there was hardly any instances where I actually had to deal with cryptography. Same here. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, like, yes. I mean, like, say, if you are really developing algorithms, yes, you really, really need them. You, if you are getting into encryption and a technology which is building encryption, yes, you definitely need algorithms, and like, you right. definitely need uh, all, all those uh, kind of things. But like, say, otherwise, why, why cryptography? You are just using an end product Correct. as yeah. an administrator most of the time. Yeah, because we don't even. In fact, the last fifteen plus years, I'm never even bothered about how cryptography works yeah i know it, it's i know it's there it's one of the setting i need to ensure it's uh, it's turned on um but i don't have to understand the nitty-gritties how it works i don't need to understand and i've survived obviously yeah you, you, you it's a very important point that you made yeah sure. and wasting weeks upon weeks to understand cryptography is a waste of time right uh, for students Absolutely. especially in college yeah completely agree completely agree um now What's next for you um, for SOC experts? Like you are, are you venturing into something new or what are you trying? Because I did see some new new ideas coming on, at least on LinkedIn. All right. So we have recently announced our career portal. So which is, uh, uh, which will become a centralized hub for everybody who wants to interact with SOC experts. So we are slowly developing it uh, step by step. So uh, mm -hmm. we announced it a week back. We already added a new feature called as post jobs. So anybody can post jobs on our portal right now. Uh, mm -hmm. to find uh, referrals and then like say and this is not just a job portal wherein like say the jobs are available from across the globe uh, mm -hmm. uh, we are we are crawling the web right now uh, and like say our machine learning is dumping all the jobs uh, into one mm -hmm. place uh, mm -hmm. but however even i mean like we cannot completely rely on the machine learning that we have written so we do have a couple of interns who are sitting there and evaluating every job if it is something mm -hmm. related to SOC, post it onto our uh, our portal so that's what we're currently uh, doing and okay. eventually we want to make it so popular and like say uh, that everybody comes we want to make it as a watering hole in the forest of uh, cybersecurity jobs so that the 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 recruiters will directly come and post the jobs here mm -hmm. so that's, uh, that's one thing second is uh, we uh, we we kept on discussing like say from last uh, three months so we kept on talking about this every now and then with our team we are a training company we are an education company and we are never a technology company. So, but recently we are changing that slowly, step by step. We are slowly turning ourselves into an edtech company. So we are relying more on technology now. So mm -hmm. we are we have an internal tracking system wherein every student who gets in, who gets onboarded, will mm -hmm. will get a portal access wherein he'll mm -hmm. be able to read all the materials, the videos, uh, the assignment templates, uh, the assignment submission, the scoring. So the mock interviews that will be conducted mm -hmm. and the scores will be reflected there. His uh, CV will be uploaded there. His review will be done online. So any support that he requires, will he will just request with a ticket. So I need a support. I mean, this is not a technical support, right? So this is a support for ad hoc support. For example, let's say tomorrow I have an interview with Deloitte. So do you have anybody from Deloitte who can help me out? So he can raise a request and all our alumni are connected to the same portal. So if anybody is having a, let's say, uh, anybody is working in Deloitte, so probably he'll call them up and let's say assist them further. So we are relying more on technology in terms of making sure that, like I said, the whole ecosystem is connected. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got uh, it. Like that's the next next plan. 
Wow, that makes sense. So you're going to keep it charged or how it's going to be? Um, so right now we are only doing it internally with our, our students and mm -hmm. our alumni only. Uh, eventually we want to come out and like say uh, make it public for everybody that means anybody even if you are not a student of SOC experts you can mm -hmm. be a mentor if you're working in cybersecurity. and mm -hmm. even if you are not a student of cybersecurity, security uh, sorry SOC experts and want to start a cybersecurity career you can mm -hmm. definitely use our platform and uh, we are definitely planning it to keep it for free okay at there's least no charge on it. okay okay so and um so if i need say i'm just thinking now thinking mm -hmm. of uh Say if I need to install maybe an EL, ELK stack or something, I need help with some particular question, so I can post it on the um, portal and somebody who have already done it would come back and help me out or, or at that least is, guide me? Yes, that is how it is working right now. So it uh -huh. is not just a uh, just a community where like say blog kind of a thing, you post, somebody Got answers it. it. Uh -huh. Actually, the people, the person will call you. Got he it. will sit on remote with you. Because it's, oh. we want it to be one-on-one, -on -one, more of a one-on-one -on -one kind of a thing. So Got it. that's how it, it all uh, makes sense for us. That's actually, um, at least from an India setting, that's very required, right? Um, very required. You right. are again hitting the nail at the right place. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I can see that. Well, the, the, uh, <laughs> we are not doing the business for the sake of doing the business. We, we, we have undergone some pains and we want to yeah. solve these pain points. No, I can I can completely relate to it. Like when I started my career, um, it was more of like a free float, right? You just move in with the flow and uh, finally you learn how to paddle, mm -hmm. then finally take control of your boat. Um, but there was not many people who would help you genuinely. Right. Uh, neither there were forums, at least not locally. Mm -hmm. And um, even um, the forums, which I don't want to name, um, the local forum, the security forums that we have in India are more political than... Uh, um actual knowledge based right um so right. so what you're doing it actually makes sense and from a student like a who at least was a young professional without much background or network mm -hmm. um i think it definitely would help definitely would help and uh, right. your idea to at least keep them uh keep it free at least for few at least for the foreseeable future mm -hmm. it's a very good uh i think service that you're doing for the community Absolutely. I, just need, Absolutely. I need to applaud you for that. Amazing. Thank you. Thank Amazing you very answer. much. And uh, yeah, sure. Um, and we just about the time. I just want to ask you one question now. Sure. Um, who is on the outside SOC experts? If I just remove your SOC experts, knowledge, uh -huh. security, who are you? What's your background? Um, what have <laughs> you joined left? So I'm not, I don't want you to answer this question with anything related to security. Uh, now, now you make you make it very difficult for me to answer the question now. So. <laughs> I am, I can say from last five years, I'm a struggling entrepreneur. Okay. So I am a, a father of a kid. So I have a beautiful young son, so eight months old. Wow. So okay. married four years ago, happily married four years ago. And uh, yes, uh, right now I'm staying in uh, my hometown, Hubli. Okay, uh, okay. And that's again, thanks to COVID. So it's been a one and a half year that I'm staying here. Okay, but okay. Uh, uh, to be very honest, outside, thinking of thinking and reading about businesses, uh -huh. right? So not only education or like say everything, right? So I keep a very, very close track of uh, like say uh, uh, the, the startup ecosystem in India and like say just to try to understand who is who and how things are running and uh, those kind of things. So that is uh, that is the uh, that is a uh, thing that I'll be doing mostly. And uh, otherwise I read books. I read a lot of books and uh, I write uh, stories. 
but uh, again <laughs> in fact like say if you go back uh, like say probably 13 years back i wanted mm -hmm. to i wanted to enter into film industry right so i wanted oh, to okay. be a director so i do yeah. and i that, that that somewhere the spark is still alive okay so i still write uh, movie scripts and uh, stories again only for 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 my own uh, uh, pleasure only right so okay. and maybe okay. one fine day i'll get that time and leisure uh, to see if i can if i can probably make uh, uh, a, a movie out of the stories that i'm currently writing Wow. So, okay. Nice. That's nice. <laughs> so that's how it is. I I am a practicing astrologer as well. So wow, I'm okay. I am a big atheist. Now, uh -huh. that, now I think I might be confusing you. So no, I'm no, no, an atheist, I... uh -huh. <laughs> but I'm a big believer in uh, astrology. Uh, uh -huh. Things in the past had made me believe. Again, not the the usual stuff uh -huh. that people believe. So uh -huh. actually, people believe astrology. People will start believe astrology when things were bad. Things are right. things really turn bad. But I started believing in astrology when things were super awesome. Right. Why? Because, like I say, I tried so hard in my initial days of my career, nothing uh -huh. happened, and right. then I did not put any effort. Right. And things started happening automatically on their own. So, right. I mean, like I say, if, uh, and when I started uh, looking back and I connected uh -huh. the dots with astrology, a lot of uh -huh. uh, things started making sense to me. So, probably yes, I'm a practicing astro astrologer as well. So basically, an agnostic um astrology <laughs> right right so, so there is a scientific yeah. angle to astrology so uh, again yeah probably yeah. this is not a forum to discuss that but yeah. yes that's... yeah i i kind of agree to that because um okay this one we want, we might digress but that's i think that's okay um like if you're in physics you learn that everything is a waveform mm -hmm. everything vibrates at a certain frequency like human body whatever we have um so when you have uh, when you have two bodies with the same similar waveforms they create uh they create a, th a repercussion, right? Resonance yeah. and all, right? Yes. Yeah. So when you say astrology part, um, that actually makes sense, right? Like so today, if you if you are there, you're part of the cosmic cycle, whatever that we have, mm -hmm. and the reason that you're vibrating at some frequency might be because of some reasons. Right. And if you can change that vibration, obviously there should be some output. That's what my, I think. So absolutely, absolutely, I, I totally agree with you. And I, in fact, I say I realized it uh, very, very late in my life, and uh, yeah, slowly yeah. adapting, uh, uh, like say, uh, things uh, towards that. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and what next for SOC experts? So, so are you going to open it for investment, blow it up big time? What's your vision for SOC experts now? Uh, yes, so we are planning to uh, talk to investors. Uh, so right. uh, to be very honest, let's say we uh, we we never knew, or let's mm -hmm. say six months back, if you had asked me, why do you need investors? And let's say even I did not know why should I why do I need investors? There was right. some amount uh, lying in the bank, and let's say we never let's say uh, invested that anywhere. But now we have so many big plans in the future, that, mm -hmm. uh, and and for that we definitely need more people, uh, big mm -hmm. team, bigger teams, and and of, of course some investment. So we right. are uh, we will be soon going for uh, looking for investments. And nice. and and uh, probably uh, uh, like say have a couple of more entities in different countries, uh, right. especially in Nigeria and US. Got it, so got it, got that's it. a plan that for us. In fact, like uh, I was actually talking to somebody, one of one investor from in Bangalore when I was mm -hmm. in Bangalore. He did mention it's not about the money. Mm -hmm. You should not go to investor for with with respect to the money. It's more about the contacts. Mm -hmm. uh, the different perspective that he might bring in, like like today, you if you're in the security pool, all of you guys would think alike. Mm -hmm. Like what you think is important, what you think not important would be very similar. But when you get an investor, somebody from outside, mm -hmm. he would think in a different way, uh, and that's and and he might get few contacts, a uh, few connections that you might not have. 
So that's one of the reasons should be that you need to look out for. Look Absolutely, I'm mean, like that's, saying, that's what that's what he said here. You spoke my mind out here, actually. So the yeah. thing is, like, say yes. One of the reasons why we're looking for an investor is because we are good in what we do. Yeah. Right. So, but like, say we want somebody to help the understand the business side of it and like scale it, like, say exponentially. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and like, say make sure, like, say whatever we are doing, it's like, say it's impacting. Probably right now we are doing it for thousands of people. We want to do it for like, say millions of people. Right. right. So, and for that, we need somebody who can who can complement our skills in terms of understanding the business world, uh, getting the right connects, and and those kind of things. And like, say yes, like, say what who are, whatever investors we'll be looking for, we definitely want them to be uh, uh, kind of advisories for us right. rather than just like say uh, uh, a sleeping yeah. partner. Yeah, yeah. It'll, so it, no, it should not be somebody who would just write a check. Somebody would just yeah. tell you, hey, if you need somebody in Nigeria, this is a contact. If you need somebody in the US, this is how you, this is how you need to do, go for it, right? Somebody with that kind of level, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Um, it, it has must have been a, quite a journey, right, for you. Um, I just want to close with one last, last question. Last, uh, question. What have been your most satisfying moment? Have you seen a life change due to SOC experts? Um, yes, I want to talk about it yes. for a few minutes. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, like say, SOC experts, in fact, like say, both personally uh, and professionally has been very satisfying to me, even mm-hmm. even till today, right? So when I receive a message saying that like, I got a job, I got my first salary. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the energy that it puts into me for the rest of the day, mm-hmm. so that it is, it, it cannot be compared with anything. So, right. so I receive one message and I'll be pumped up and I will, I will, I will start, like say, building a, a new course altogether. Right. So that's the right. kind of motivation that we get from there. I have had examples wherein, like say, uh, my very close friend, right. So he was mm-hmm. uh, stuck with a very good brand in India, uh, MNC, uh, mm-hmm. a, a great brand. So he was there with uh, uh, with that company for 13 years. His salary oh. was 15 lakhs, one fund. Uh-huh. Okay. Right, so yeah. and and I feel like say very terrible for people who stay in a company for a long time. Right, but uh, he he did that mistake and like say and and now uh, like say through sock experts and through uh, of course he was a he was a different uh, he was into development earlier, and through mm. sock experts training and like say uh, and in fact like say if you if you are aware of it we have started sock manager training now, mm-hmm. so he underwent sock manager training and like say right now he's working at thirty nine lakhs. So in a matter wow. of one and a half year after starting his uh, cybersecurity career, he just mm-hmm. jumped. Uh, he changed one company, and mm-hmm. uh, he's working at 39 lakhs right now. So right. somebody, like say, if you see somebody like that, like say, wherein, like say, 30, 15 lakhs to within a year, jumping to around close to 40 lakhs. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of motivation, and like say, uh, that that keeps right. me happy. And I believe all those people's blessing will definitely mm-hmm. uh, help help me uh, grow as well. Wow, yeah. that's a- amazing. Um, and thank, thanks for your time. And I just want to end it this this amazing note that you gave. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. It was really nice talking to you. And uh, yeah, and let's let's uh, do these things again. And uh, hopefully, let's uh, connect again. Sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, th- th- thanks, thanks, Anand. Yeah. Good day. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.